0: This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Hello and welcome to Westfair Business Buzz. I'm Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor with the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journals. On today's show, we're going to be discussing tax issues for entrepreneurs And our guest is Jay Amenda. He owns Barnum Tax in Stratford, Connecticut. Jay, thank you so much for being a guest on today's episode.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, Phil. I appreciate
0: it. Well, Jay, let's say that uh, our listeners out there decide they want to start their own business after working for somebody for many, many years. What are some of the most important tax considerations they need to have in place before they actually get started running their own business?
1: sure so um the most important thing to um first think about when you're starting your business is actually how you're going to form your business um so you have this great business idea you know what you want to do you know your plan as far as um you know how you're going to make money um but as far as the back end you have to consider your business formation so uh, when it comes to business formation there's a couple different um, options that you have You can start off as a sole proprietor, which um, basically you're going to use your social security number um, to file taxes. Um, But usually, what's recommended is to either start an LLC or a corporation. Um, And the reason for starting an LLC as a corporation or a corporation is mainly to um, provide some sort of legal separation between your personal assets and um, the business itself. you know, if you do start an LLC or a corporation, there's going to be, you know, different tax forms that you would need to file. Um, but obviously your accountant um, can help you with that.
0: What do you uh, recommend for new businesses? Uh, the LLC route or uh, incorporating or going into uh, any other type of a setup?
1: Um, so it really depends on the amount of income that they're going to um be generating. Um, The LLC is what's called a pass-through entity. So any income or loss would pass through either on the single member LLC's personal tax return, or if there's multiple partners, it will be divided up um, individually to the partners, depending on how the business agreement is set up. Uh, When it comes to a C-Corp or an S-Corp, a lot of the uh, revenue or losses can stay with the S-Corp or C-Corp. And then you can choose to pay yourself uh, a certain amount of salary, depending on the income, um, and pass some of that through to your personal tax liability.
0: What are the advantages of working with a tax professional like yourself, as opposed to going on to TurboTax or any of the programs that are out there and saying, hey, I could do this myself?
1: So, um like I mentioned with the the business formation, right, um, you're going to want to work with a tax professional because you can kind of plan out your revenue and they can help you with that um, selection of an LLC, an S Corp, or, you know, they may tell you just be a sole proprietor. Um, as far as the accounting aspects, um, I have, a I see a lot of my first time clients will actually, um, you know, all joking aside, bring their accounting numbers to me on a napkin. Um, with with really no organization at all. And that makes things difficult when it comes to tax time. Um, so if you met with an, a professional accountant or a professional uh, tax preparer, when you were starting your business, they would give you either a simple spreadsheet to follow um, or recommend an app. Um, I personally use an app called Hurdler, um, which is really simple and kind of automates your accounting for you. Um but that's that's the big benefit of talking to a professional um, from the get go is that they're going to set you up with, you know, how to track your income, how to track your cost of goods sold, um, you know, how to track your expenses, um, things like mileage driven. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs don't think about that, um, but there's tax benefits to tracking your mileage. Um, you know, so a professional can kind of guide you in ways that you know, the traditional tax preparation software um, may miss certain questions. Um, Another thing that I see or I try to do with my clients is um, I kind of try to put myself in their shoes where, okay, you have a business, um, say, for example, driving Uber, right? Okay, so driving Uber, what does that entail? Um, I kind of say, okay, if I was an Uber driver, you have to wash your car, you have to, um, you know, obviously there's mileage involved. Um, But I kind of go through their day-to-day operations and say, okay, these are expenses you should be bringing to me. And if they're missing those, they obviously are missing out on opportunities for tax savings.
0: We're going through a rather interesting time in our country's history. Uh, What has the uh, changes or have there been changes to the tax code to help smaller business and to encourage entrepreneurship at a time when so much of the economy is suffering?
1: Um, so I don't know that there's actual tax code changes that have taken place right now that would encourage someone to actually start a new business. Um, obviously, with things like the uh, PPP and the EIDL loans, if you had a business before February 2020, um, there were some, not necessarily advantages, um, but there was a lot of help out there for small businesses. Um But as far as uh, new businesses, I'm definitely seeing an increase of new businesses being created because people have lost their jobs. Um, You know, it could be someone that's in like the personal care services, right? Whether it be like nails or hair, Um, they were shut down due to state regulations. Um, So now they're thinking, okay, this was 100% of my income. I can't pay my bills. um, So obviously I need to find another stream of revenue. Um, so they may be coming up with like Shopify businesses or, you know, eBay stores or, you know, fulfilled by Amazon, um, just other ways to generate revenue when their, their mainstream is kind of taken away from them. Um, you know, and it's, you know, you you hear a lot about multiple streams of income and that was one thing that was really important to have going, uh, during this crisis because if one of your streams was down, hopefully you had another stream to kind of keep you going.
0: Now, we're both based in Connecticut, which is a state that's not known for its low taxes. Uh, Does it make sense for an entrepreneur in a high-tax state like ours to uh, either incorporate or set up their LLC in a place where taxes are lower? I know a lot of corporations are uh, based out of Delaware for that reason.
1: Correct, yes. I mean, you can go as far as Amazon, like... um you read in the paper all the time that they don't pay any taxes and it's because of the way they structure their business. Um, and kind of, you know, they do some things offshores and they have multiple companies that they kind of do chargebacks between, you know, Amazon and other companies. Um, it's, it's, you know, an interesting way that they have things set up, but there's definitely benefits to registering, um, you know, your business in different States, um, and even different countries depending on, you know, what, your, your revenue income is going to be. Um, but I think just to start, you know you want you want to do business local first of all. Um, you want to get your, your name out kind of you know in the local area. So if you're you know a Connecticut business for example, you're better off registering with the state of Connecticut. And then once your tax situation gets a little more complicated, you can definitely look at different uh, options going from there.
0: how often should an entrepreneur stay in touch with his, uh, his tax professional or his CPA during the, uh, the first year in business? Um, so as far as being in
1: touch with the accountant slash CPA, um, basically anytime you have a question, right? So if there's, if there's any doubt in, in a purchase or, you know, you're, you're looking to, uh, make a change in your business, you you definitely want to contact your CPA or uh, tax professional um, right away, right? You don't want to hesitate. Um, and as far as myself, I'm always looking forward to taking calls from clients as far as trying to guide them and make the best decisions when it comes to taxes and accounting. Um, you definitely want to talk to them at least once every quarter. The reason for that is a lot of entrepreneurs that are just starting are not... Um, they don't know that they need to make what's called estimated payments. Um, And there's, there's a a lot of entrepreneurs that also don't plan for taxes. Um, You know, they, a lot of them are used to standard W2 pay, right? Where your employer is actually withholding all the taxes for you and making estimated payments through your, your paycheck. Um, A lot of entrepreneurs don't know that they're going to have to pay what's called a self-employment tax. Um, which is made up of both Social Security and Medicare, which usually um, will amount to about 15.3% of their income. Um, so that's one thing that they have to pay included their, include uh, in addition to the regular income tax. Um, if you do not make quarterly payments and you are behind with your payments up to a certain amount, you will also be penalized once tax time um, comes because there's underpayment penalties. Um, so at a minimum, you want to be in contact with your CPA slash um, tax professional, at least on a quarterly basis to talk about making estimated payments.
0: In your experience, what are the most common mistakes that entrepreneurs make uh, during their first year in business?
1: Um, number one, I think is probably the business formation. So right from the get-go, um, day one, they should talk to a uh, tax professional. Um, you kind of know, you know what you expect to do from your business plan as far as revenue. Um, you know, you know what the legal liabilities are of your business. Um, and the tax professional will, from day one, help you with forming that entity. Um, number two is, just like I, I mentioned, you wanna stay away from what I call the napkin accounting. Um, just get an app, a simple app or spreadsheet. Um, at a minimum, you want to, once a month, go through your income and your expenses. It should be done um, a lot more often, um, but you know, I understand new business, you're busy. If you don't actually hire a professional and you do the accounting yourself, um, you want to go ahead and track your income and expenses. Um, at least, you know, on a monthly basis, review them, make sure that, um, you know, everything looks accordingly. Um, a lot of the apps that I mentioned will also do this automatically. Um, so those are definitely helpful. Um, one thing that I definitely tell all my business clients is, um, when you're shopping for your business, for example, if you're in the 22% tax bracket, you want to think that every time you're making a business purchase, That receipt is your um, ability to take, for example, 22% off if you're in the 22% tax bracket, right? So the biggest mistake I see is that um, entrepreneurs will not save receipts for expenses or not track those expenses, and then they're losing the ability to reduce their tax liability um, greatly when it comes to purchases
0: and things like that. Well, Jay, Amanda, we only have a finite amount of time on these podcast episodes, but if our listeners wanted to continue the conversation with you, how could they get in touch with you?
1: Sure. So um, I'm always available uh, by phone. Uh, Phone number is 203-900-4413. Also, the website is barnumtax.com. You can also find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter, and the handles there are at tax.
0: Jay Amender from Barnum Tax, thank you for being a guest on today's Westfair Business Buzz. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate the opportunity. And this is Phil Hall of Westfair Communications. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Join us again for Westfair Business Buzz.